Do you ever get exhausted by this type of work? <laughs> I know. I always think about that with you. I'm like, and us, sometimes we're like, God damn it. Like another thing? Yes. Oh, like in therapy or yes. if we do a certain experience or ceremony, it's like, yes. oh my gosh. Like we love it so much, but then it becomes like the focus of everything. And it's almost like there is this um, negotiation within me to be like, okay, so I can have fun or do the work mm -hmm. rather than yes. like being able to do both. Yes. How do you feel about that? Oh, completely. You know, Gay's been telling me, you know, can you go on a vacation where no self-development or self-improvements involved? I fucking love Gay. <laughs> He's like, we're going to schedule you a carnival cruise. <laughs> right? Ready like, to rock. Go to the beach. Okay. Get drunk. Get <laughs> drunk. Totally. I actually did drink some whiskey the other night. It was Ooh, I like that for you. I love that. I know. I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I hear you. And, you know, what happens with me is if my life's going great, there's nothing to work on. Right. And when something presents itself, it's like, ah, shit. Okay. You know, what do I want to do? And um, I'm learning how to get through that faster and faster and faster. For example, all the beginning of the year, you know, I still had a great life. I, I was still doing work, you know, because I do want a partner. I ended up with, a, a, you know, attracted to a, a boyfriend that was uh, not probably what I would have chosen, you know, with my conscious mind. So I knew there were some subconscious things to tweak, but I'm not so um, attached to that, you know, it's kind of like, okay. So I don't feel a lot of um, suffering around the work. It's just sort of like doing the dishes, you know, it's like you eat a meal, you do the dishes, you know, you got a house, you mow the yard or you have somebody else mow the yard or, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there are yeah. some things that, you know, you just got to take care of because they're here. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, there's, there's dirty dishes. Okay. What am I going to do? And the, retur the return on those, those quote unquote chores, like, it's so much more. And I, I feel like people generally, or from my experience, sometimes I'll um, distract myself with those other things that are like actual chores instead of doing this other work that could literally just pay me back a hundredfold if I yeah. spent a little more time there. So I think that's that's a great totally. It's like a good investment, you know? It's like, okay. And I was just telling, I'm like, okay, gay, I get it. This is about my toxic masculinity. I can just drop it all. But what about EMDR and these things where I feel these real core wounds? He's like, oh, yeah, you got to do that, too. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, I thought, but. You're like, okay. Because, because they're here. Because they're here and they're real, right? So, you know, if I'm walking around and there's no triggers and my life's amazing, like, why would I want to go, you know, create a bunch of drama, you know, there's no reason to go sit and plant medicine, you know, but if you're in a part of your life where you're really, or into therapy, but if you're in a part of your life where it's feeling, you're feeling that caterpillar nudge of like uncomfortableness, like something's got to change. Well, get in and change it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, um, I'll never forget too, when we were at your house, we were sitting at breakfast and you were talking about a ceremony that you had that led you to changing the, um, I don't know if it was brand strategy for poopery, but it was really like the sentiment before was shame around pooping. And then you changed it to let that shit go or let that, you know, poop emoji yeah. go. Can you talk about that ceremony and really that inspiration for that? Because it's honestly one of my favorite stories. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so um, shame, if you look at David Hawkins' scale of consciousness, shame is like the lowest. I think it's like a vibration of 20. It's really dense energy. And I had felt shame about something, so that was current. I go into ceremony, and I asked ayahuasca, take me to the source. You know, I was experiencing shame, and it's just like, you know, this grueling feeling of shame. And I was like, thank you for showing me. Will you take me to the source? Because a shaman told me, like, whenever ayahuasca shows you something, tell it thank you, but take me deeper and keep taking me deeper. Now, this is a very um, ambitious way to journey with ayahuasca. So anyway, I said, you know, thank you for showing me. Will you take me to the source? And then I went through, like, societal shame, seeing how, you know, you look through magazines and you don't feel good enough. You know, there's just so much. And I was like, thank you for showing me. Will you take me to the source? I went through body shame. You know, all the things I've done to my body to try to feel good about it and all the shame that I had around just my physical body. It's like, thank you for showing me where you take me to the source. Then I went to sexual shame. You know, anything that I felt was sexual deviancy or exploration or guilty or shame when I was molested. I went through all of that. And I was like, thank you for showing me where you take me to the source. Then I went all the way down to like breastfeeding my kids or not breastfeeding them long enough or not. One of my children wouldn't breastfeed. And then my, I went down to my mother not breastfeeding me and how I saw that as a source of shame, right? And I was like, thank you for showing me where you take me to the source. I went all the way down to my conception. And I realized my parents, I was conceived, they were 18 years old, conservative Christian in Arkansas. So, of course, I was even conceived in shame, right? And birthed in shame. So, it was like freedom, like, wow, it was one of those ceremonies where you get to the nugget. And then all of a sudden, I hear like this, and it was like, and you built an entire company around shame. And I was like, and it was like, spritz the bow before you go. No one else will ever know. Stop embarrassing bathroom odor. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> like, I did not realize that we were, you know, sadly, but we were selling shame. And I went back to my team and I told them about the ceremony. And I said, we can't do that anymore. You know, we have to shift. We have been selling shame. And I don't care whether it makes money. I don't care what happens. Like, we just can't do that anymore. And what's amazing is they were also on board. On board and then we did Girls Do Poop. And then we just had the Let It Go emoji, you know, a poo emoji tour. Um so I was really grateful and I'm still catching things now like, hold on, no, 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 it's not how we, you know, it's not how we talk. But I literally shifted the entire company's trajectory because of what I saw in an ayahuasca journey. But once you're shown the truth, how are you going to deny it? Yes. Either I'm going to be sitting there making money from selling shame, which now I'm aware of, yes. or I'm going to shift that crap. Mm. And I shifted it. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose. And follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.